Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate news and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. And then in this podcast, we cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability, really anything impacting today's supply chains. I'm Brielle Jekyll, Associate Editor of Food Logistics and SDCE, and in this episode, we're diving into some pretty cool stuff. We're talking about drones in the warehouse. So Jim Dempsey, Director of Business Development at Partnerships at Panasonic, comes on to talk to us about some of the ways in which drones are being used in the warehouse. It's so interesting. It's almost like we're living in a sci-fi novel today. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. Today, I'm here with Jim Dempsey, who's the Director of Business Development and Partnerships at Panasonic. Hi, Jim. Hey, Brielle. How are you? Glad to be here today. Good. Thank you so much for coming on. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about drones in the warehouse, um, because Panasonic, you are uh, a manufacturer of drones, correct? Actually, um, my division is the mobility side, so just to be clear. So we do the, uh, the drone control side. Right. And we make many of the components for the drones, but we don't actually make a Panasonic drone, branded drone, so to speak. But we are a player in the subcomponent and controller space. Right, right. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's what I thought, but it's hard to put into words. Yeah, yeah that's okay. <laughs> um, so um, I guess let's just get right into it. Can you kind of give some examples of how drones can be used in the warehouse space? Yeah, so I, I think in the, in the, in the big context of things, when you look at supply chain in general, right, it's going through a, a big transformation right now. The pandemic has certainly, you know, um, accelerated a lot of the technologies, the business intelligence, artificial intelligence, and different ways that, that people are capturing data within the supply chain. You know, you look at, um, you know, the IoT, right, with, under air quotes, right, IoT of everything. Um, but specifically for the supply chain, you know, the, the throughput and, um, and manpower that they use to, to get products, you know, from order to outfulfill to the customer, um, a lot more pressure, you know, because of the immediacy of the expectations of the users. If you think about it, we're all at home now ordering stuff. And I may not, I may not need a toothbrush in two hours, but because I can get it in two hours, I might just do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So that puts a lot of pressure. So a lot of um, the supply chain teams right now are, are rethinking, you know, they went into 2020 with a plan and then uh, everything got blown up when pandemic happened. Right. So they're all looking at reinvesting, reinvestments into the supply chain to help streamline things, make things more efficient. And one of the technologies that, that's, being, that's been deployed in, in um, improving concepts and in some cases, some production areas um, in supply chain, you know, those are starting to become a little more prevalent. We're seeing more, um, more uh, pilots and customers looking at opportunities for drones within the supply chain. Particularly in the warehouse, the first area which we really saw the adoption of, um, of drone technologies in yard management. And if you look at, you know, drones as a, there's, there's a lot of um, called barriers, if you will, that you have to consider or, or considerations that you have to have when you talk about drones in, in a warehousing environment because you're inside, right? Um, the outside of a warehouse is open, right? So if you think of where drones, you know, live and, and, and operate without much concern about, you know, bumping into people walking down aisles and mm-hmm. confined spaces, it was a natural, natural place to go first. So, what we've seen is um, deployments where customers, instead of having um, folks on with clipboards driving on uh, golf carts up and down the aisles outside the warehouse in the parking lot, writing down container names and trailer names and numbers, and then entering that data into the system so that manually so they know where that, that is. 
or even having, you know, scanners on golf carts driving around. Um, they've now looked at, can I take a drone and have it programmed to drive, fly around my yard <clears throat> and scan, if you will, the, the numbers, barcodes, whatever I have, identifiers on my trailers. So I know exactly what trailer is in what spot. So when I go to um, fulfill an order and I need to bring a trailer that's been dropped off in my yard to a particular dock door where I have to then schedule labor to unload that, to then offload that product to then allocate to orders. You know, that, that, that drone capability allows for a better real-time view of what's happening rather than being you know, uh, dependent on um, the golf cart, as I call it, with the manual entry. So that, that, that's one area right now that, um, that we see a lot of adoption in, and, um, and quite frankly, a lot of production, and not just testing, but actually people using it in production. So is it mostly just like like a visual aspect where you're with your eyes through the drone scanning the area or is there some kind of, did you say there's like an actual scanning that can take place? Yeah, so, so the drones all have cameras on them. So what they're doing is, it could be one of two things. One, it could be more of a, um, a user, a drone controller, right? Is sitting there with a, basically a one-on-one relationship with the drone and I'm controlling it and I'm setting it out and I'm looking through the cameras, it's doing its thing. Um, so that's one way to operate, and that's that's we see that used more for one-off inspections or an anomaly happened and I need to go check something out. Um, where we see the integration though is where the the drone is actually integrated with the drone with the yard management system. So the drone control system is is basically set up to send the drones out on a on a on a route, right? And you know again the the containers get and the trailers get positioned a certain way where they have either barcodes two D one D. Uh, on the side, or even just numerics, right, on the, on the side of the container. And the drones are, now, are, are programmed to fly in a specific pattern and take pictures of the area, right, where that barcode or numeric will be. And then through OCR, that then translates that. It's a, essentially the system receives that data, yard management system receives that data as if I'm standing there, if I'm sitting there at a keyboard mm-hmm. typing it in. So the system doesn't know a drone captured that data. It just knows now that I've got this piece of information that I'm going to import into the system. So, so re- really on the automated side, you know, it's having, you know, there's some work to be done, right? You have to make sure that things are situated the right way and you have your patterns set up and, and, and so forth. But once that's set up, the drone can, the drone or drones can go about their business, collecting that data and setting it up in the system in real time without having that one-on-one. It could be more a, a one-to-many where a system's managing a number of drones that are going out through with, throughout a, a, uh, an area outside the warehouse. So would you say, do you think that drones are pretty prolific now, like actually in place in a lot, many warehouses, or do you think it's kind of just the start? Like, are we on the precipice of where, you know, we're going to be seeing drones everywhere or drones everywhere, I mean, or is this like already kind of established? Yeah, no, it's a good, great question. I think we're still on the front end of it. Um, people are, you know, the, the yard was easy, easier, I should say, not easy because not everybody's doing it. And, and I would say probably a fraction of the market is, 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 um, is taking advantage of drones for, for the yard. Um, and again, because of the environmentals, it's, you don't have to worry about, it's an open environment, right? Um, but uh, so it's very, very low adoption right now, but I think it's picking up steam and I think we'll see that as we go forward for, for some of the yard. What I think the, is, is interesting right now is the pilots that are going on now are, are how can I, now that I've done the drone out in the yard and I can, and I'm comfortable with the fact that the drone can actually scan a barcode, read a barcode or grab a numeric and send that into the system. How can I then take that technology and use it within a warehouse, 
mm-hmm. right? And, you know, you get some of these very large warehouses that are millions of square feet. And, you know, when you're doing cycle counts and other types of functions within a, within a warehouse where you're routinely scanning inventory, checking inventory levels, you know, I think everyone's interested in, okay, how can I do that? You know, because drones obviously are more efficient than, than, than uh, forklifts and, and, and a lot of manpower having to go out and do that. So where, how can I leverage the drone so that I'm not getting rid of my manpower? I'm actually being able to take the manpower and put it to places where I need people and drones can't do the work and maybe offload some of that more, um, you know, time-consuming, um, you know, just barcode scan validation uh, technology. So we're seeing right now pilots, um, and there's a number of companies out there that are doing this where um, they're, they're routing drones through warehouses now, again, the, the reason that it's piloting there, it's not really production yet. And, and maybe there might be a few here or there that have actually gone into production, but it's, you, you're dealing with different environmentals. You're inside a building. Um, there's different types of radio signals that get propagated within a building that you have to you know, be mindful of for the drone itself. You have humans, right? You have humans in the warehouse and you have drones with propellers on them. You know, there's OSHA requirements and safety issues that go on there. Um, lighting is sometimes challenging in some warehouses in some spots. So can the, can the drone be set up to have maybe a, a light or in low or work in low light environments? So there's, there's those things that are, that are, um, that in the inside of the warehouse that people are working through right now. And again, that's more on the pilot phase. Um, so that's going to be, I think going to become a bigger part of, of what's going to be going on going in the future. But again, right now, I think everyone's kind of, you know, testing it out right now just to see, um, does it, given the investment, right, of the technology and, and what needs to go into infrastructure to run an in, interior drone inventory, you know, system, you know, um, does it provide the benefit and payback, right? Because everything in the warehouse is done, it's time stamped and, and the throughput is everything there, right? So if it slows things down or causes errors in count rates and things like that, then that becomes counterproductive and may, may not uh, prove the ROI. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you brought up the worker versus drone situation um, because I wanted to bring this up as well uh, because that's obviously a huge topic when it comes to bringing in automation and robotics and stuff like drones and new technology into the warehouses. People become nervous that these warehousing jobs are going to be replaced. But you know, there we've seen a lot that there are so many ways that technology can integrate with the worker and, and help augment their job instead of replace them. Um, and I know that's one way to, to best implement drones and technology into the warehouse. But do you have any other kind of best practices for what would be the best way to integrate these um, drones into the warehouse? Yeah, and I think, you know, on that theme of the, you know, the worker and the worker slash technology interface, right? And we've seen robotics, conveyor, we've seen conveyor systems for a long time, pick the light systems, um, voice picking systems, and, and other types of technologies over the years come into the supply chain and, and work together with and not replace, you know, the worker. Because, you know, as an example, you know, would I use a drone for picking? Meaning I'm, I got to go, you know, a worker usually goes out into the warehouse and is being directed through the, the aisles and bins to pick certain things to put into a box or a bin or some, some sort of a container, right, to ship. And, but in many cases, when you look at the warehouses, the way that the racking is set up, it's not conducive for a, tr- for a drone to fly into a, mm-hmm. into a bay in most cases, right? They're not really designed for that. And especially if I'm picking, um, you know, uh, heavy items, right? If, if you think about heavy items, just as the one thing, this, is, this gets to kind of some of the, the, the uh, environmental, if you will, or physics of, of drones, 
you know, if I'm picking heavy items, if I'm in the Chewy's warehouse, right, picking bags of dog, dog food, I probably don't have a drone that's, that's big enough to be, well, maybe I could, but I couldn't fly indoors to be able to pick up a 50 pound bag of, of, of uh, dog food, right? So I'm probably not going to do that. But also if I have smaller bins, bin areas where my, my products and, I, and we call each is when I'm picking one item of something. So say I'm going to pick that toothbrush and a thing of toothpaste and some dental floss, right? I'm, as the worker, I have smaller hands and I could go into the bins and I could pick these things out. Um, you know, in order for a drone to be able to do that, which theoretically it can, I have to re, redo how I've, uh, my racking, right? To provide the, the, the space for the drone to be able to get into these spaces. And, you know, if it's light items, I could have a smaller drone, but if it's bigger items, heavier items, then I'm gonna need a bigger drone. So then you start looking at the complexities of having to rework your shelving and your slotting of those SKUs, you know, to accommodate those things. So that's, that's I think, a, a challenge, you know, um, right now. I think the inventory, the high-level inventory that can be done, I think that's kind of an easier, easier opportunity to start where um, instead of sending folks down the aisles to scanning barcodes, you know, the, of, of the barcodes of, of the products that are facing into the aisles, you know, okay, I could probably do that with a, with, a, with a drone in the appropriate way, right, where I'm scanning that stuff and I'm not having to go into the bins and grab things. So I think that's really the, the first area that you're going to see that happening. I think people are piloting that right now. Will drones be used for picking to replace people? I don't think so. There might be some unique applications where you might see some of that happening, but I think that's going to be very rare. And again, a lot of it has to do with um, just the space constraints within a warehouse, um, safety issues with people around as well. Um, and then, you know, just um, the overall uh, you know, capacity of the drones to get into where, where people can get to where they can. Right. Now, is there ways, other ways in like logistics in general, in the supply chain in general, besides out of the warehouse that drones are being used? I mean, I know we've talked a little bit, like everyone talks about how some people are piloting um, programs to actually have them drop off packages to you. And I know that there's some um, use of drones to figure out like how infrastructure is with logistics, but is there anything like in between, you know, the warehouse and, and, you know, getting onto the truck and, and leaving with the trucks? Does, do they help um, with logistics? Yeah. So I think, you know, the, the area that we talk about is called last mile, right? And I think last mile in the, in the supply chain, right? If you think about supply chain is something gets made, it goes to the supply chain system and it gets to your doorstep. And it's really that last mile that, that we, we've seen the drones exponentially, you know, grow most recently because of right. the, the nature of COVID and everything. Um, and really, you know, close to about 50% of the of transaction that when you win uh, for a retailer, when you, when you make this order is in the last mile. So that's where, because of the high cost in that area, that's where they've kind of gone to first. And you see a lot of technologies out there now and a lot of, and you've probably seen them, people are, people are piloting them. Um, I wouldn't say they're completely mainstream yet, but you right. see a lot of pilots happening where it's either um, I'm delivering from, you know, I'm not necessarily going to deliver from a warehouse to a customer's, you know, so if I order something, I'm in Atlanta and I order something that's coming out of uh, REI's warehouse in, in Portland, Oregon, they're not going to have a drone deliver that, right? Because there's too far to go. Um, when it gets to the Atlanta area, then they may outsource that last mile delivery, you know, maybe a FedEx or a UPS, which are testing drone technologies, may send it from one of their sort facilities close enough to my house where they have a drone capable of doing that. Um, they are, I've, we've seen um, pilots of the, uh, we call it truck to door where, um, say like you, you, and they're out there on the internet, you can see it, the UPS truck, um, pulls into a where, into a neighborhood, 
the, the roof slides back and drones take off mm -hmm. and start delivering things, right? While the driver's out in the truck delivering the heavier items and then they all recover back to the truck. So you're seeing a lot of different permutations of, um, of that, you know, the, the Amazon, um, I think, uh, thing talk about, hey, well, I'm going to have a giant warehouse blimp that's going to be flying over Atlanta. And you order something and the drone drops out of the, out of the, uh, this big, big blimp, so to speak, warehouse and, and can immediately drop down to your house and drop off your stuff. Um, you know, Walgreens is working on stuff with Wang and a few other people where there's, there's smaller types of large drone, mother drones that have mini drones on them that can dispatch and, and deliver lighter things. So everyone's kind of looking at that and, th and that's where we see a lot of activity. I think to your, to your question, um, there's an opportunity, which I think people are trying to figure out right now. And when I'm at that, when that toothbrush is coming out of, or the REI fuel facility order is coming out of you know, Portland, Oregon, needs to get to Atlanta. Well, maybe instead of having a truck go or FedEx truck or some other vehicle go to the warehouse to take it to then a hub where it goes on a plane, maybe there's an intermediary where from the warehouse to the logistics hub, there could be a drone making that the first leg. So there's the first leg and then there's the first mile and the last mile, if you think about it. So I think in that first mile, so to speak, there's some potentially some opportunities for drones to be able to, to you know, um, provide some capacity to move products from say a warehouse to now a, say a, a FedEx hub or, you know, the, their flights at their flight areas or, 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 or railheads or things like that. Um, and then, you know, when you get to the opposite side, then there could also be a, another intermediary like before the last mile is where now I'm at the sort facility at FedEx and I'm going to use a drone to take it from the sort facility to a regional center, which then puts it on a vehicle or, or manages it from there. So I think right now people are looking at that kind of first mile thing to say, are there areas within the supply chain where, where drones can be used in addition to what we're seeing at the, at the, at the, uh, the last mile side? I think it, it's just so crazy to see, you know, obviously it's not mainstream. We're not walking down the street and seeing, you know, drones all the time, like flying past you, but it's just crazy how fast this has become a reality because I remember just a few years ago, I think it was five years ago, five or six years ago, I was working at another publication and we covered retail stuff and a company came out with a press release that said that they were piloting a program to deliver drones and that, or to have drone delivery and that customers would be able to order their stuff and then it would come via drone. And my coworker reached out to them for comments so we could cover the story. And their response back was, do you really think that we are doing drone technology or doing drone, drone delivery right now? And we realized it was an April Fool's joke. Uh, and that was just five years ago that it yeah. was the thought of drone delivery was so ridiculous that it was an April Fool's joke, you know? So how do you think yeah. that we've gotten from such a ridiculous thought that it was like a sci-fi thing to now where we're actually seeing it happen? How did we come so far so fast? Yeah, I, I think, you know, um, technology, number one, I think obviously drone technology has gotten a lot better. And I think the business environments have changed too, where, you know, and, and, I, and everyone uses kind of this term, the Amazon effect, right? The, the, the expectation of the buyer that I need something so immediate, right? Back in, you know, not too long ago, I was okay ordering something from Zappos or wherever and, it, and I ordered it and it would come, you know, within a week. Right. And I was fine with that. But then now, you know, everyone with the uh, instant, instantaneous world that we live in today where information is instantaneous and I've got all my apps on my phone and I want things when I want it, whenever I want it. I think that accelerated expectations in the market. So I think it was a confluence of things that, that, 
that brought the, the, the drone piece, you know, closer, you know, to where we are right now with that. Um, you know, it's, it is interesting seeing, I was, I was, I was looking at something the other day, um, a technology that it's essentially, a, um, they're testing it right now. It's a seven foot tower. It's like seven feet by five foot by five foot. And it's basically a smart locker. If, you, if you've seen smart lockers where you go up with your cell phone and scan a QR code, it pops open a, open a, um, one of the bins and you can take out a, take out a package, like it's been delivered for you. Well, they, they've taken it to a different level where that's actually a drone station. So it sits in your neighborhood and you get an alert saying, Hey, your package has been delivered. Well, actually a drone delivered it to this, the top of the tower. The tower will then accept the package and with a little elevator inside the unit, put it into that little um, secure container for you. So you can pop it open with your QR code. And they also are testing it where if you're going to ship something, you can basically, on your computer or whatever, print out a label, put it on the box, take it down to that little drone station and you can input stuff into it. And then the drone will come, you know, and the elevator will bring the package up and then it'll take it off, you know, to where it needs to go. So um, the, the, the future of that kind of, as I was talking to the guys who are developing that is think about my house. So why do I have to have that at the corner? If I can have that kind of technology, why don't I, in my house, in my attic or in my garage or whatever, I could have this thing attached to my house and I don't need to worry about it going down to the corner. I could just have it, you know, automatic, you know, stuff coming to my, my house all day long, automated through drones and being um, chain of custody is, is, is uh, captured. It could be secured. It could be, you know, if I have it set up right, it, it puts it into an area where the, maybe I'm, like I'm in Atlanta, right? And if it's the middle of summer, I don't want perishable items sitting outside. You know, it could, it could be in a controlled environment. So there's, it's really interesting, you know, that, that whole, um, that whole environment. I, I, I would probably bet you that there are people out there that are designing new houses that are going to have you know, drone pads and drone induction systems or something, you know, capability in the smart house built in. Not too, and we're already seeing prototypes today. It really, I, it's, it's so amazing what can happen nowadays. I mean, I'm no longer surprised by every, by any new invention because it's just so many new shocking things that come out every day. Uh, especially in the supply chain. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's super interesting. I'm really excited to see where drones go in the future. Um, I think that's all the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, uh, you know, letting us know all this cool stuff. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode and thank you again to Jim for stopping by. Tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by Food Logistics and Supply and Demand Chain Executive. And do not forget to hit subscribe on that Apple and Google playlist app so you never miss an episode.